Hello everyone, um, my name is Andy Frommel and I welcome you to the second edition of the Cloudology podcast. Today I have a very special setup and also a special guest. I'm sitting here in Riyadh in a coffee shop and my uh, guest in this podcast, uh, who is Carlos Mercuriali, he is, if I'm not mistaken, today in Italy in Rome. Is this correct, Carlos? Correct, Andy. Excellent. So, Carlos, you are in charge of the so-called Intelligent Spend Group uh, in SAP um, EMEA South region. And you are uh, quite a long-time fellow um, of the company and you are responsible for this business. Um, what are your key responsibilities um, in your role before we start into the topic of uh, digital transformation and spend management? Thanks, Andy. Uh, yes, uh, my name is Carlos Mercuriali. I'm uh, responsible for uh, the Arriba, SAP Arriba and Figlas business within uh, a region we call EMEA South. That's the south of Europe, Africa and the Middle East. And I'm based in Madrid. Excellent, excellent. So I personally know uh, Carlos uh, for quite some time and uh, you also come quite often to Saudi Arabia, which is one of the key markets. Now, um, let me start with the first... Um, The first question that, that came to my mind when I was preparing for this podcast, and that is why spend management or why a procurement has a relevance or why this is strategic today. And the context I would like you to um, talk about this is when we see today the amount of a change that companies have to uh, cope with in terms of uh, new technology, Uh, getting new competitors, uh, trying to eat their business, trying to take them out of business. So companies, CIOs and uh, CEOs, they have to make a lot of decisions and they have to make investments decisions on where to spend the money or where to transform uh, the company and how to make it fit for the future. Why is spend and procurement a strategic topic and why do we see so many companies in Saudi but also outside Saudi investing into this yes um yeah you have i think you have to start thinking about you know the, the way digital transformation is impacting how we how companies compete uh worldwide you know everybody knows that you know you know to you know you need to have a a digital uh transformation strategy overall for your company to be efficient whether it's in the front office or the back office right and within within that context i would say that technology and data right and and the tools that that we have now that we didn't have in the past for procurement right has put us in what we, we like to call the golden age of procurement right why mm -hmm. why why this is first why is this is a strategic the procurement transformation digital transformation is as strategic as transforming your front end or, or other areas of your operations Because if you think about it, you know, 65% of the value of, of the company's products or services is derived from its suppliers, right? So procurement is playing a lead, leading role in, in, the, in how you manage that, uh, that value, right? And we, we like to say that uh, procurement is, is, is now much more than it was in the past, right? Now it's, it's, the strategic, uh, it's a strategic partner within the company, And it, 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 it brings, you know, the value, sometimes we like to call, you know, uh, chief value officer as opposed to chief procurement officer. It brings in value to the company that, that was, you know, uh, to certain extents possible before. But what is new, I guess, before it was people and processes, right, that will drive that extra value, that margins, that, that points that you need in the margin 
to make your company efficient, right? And, and, and get a better, better stock value or your, your public company, right? Or, or just simply be more efficient. Uh, and now to the people and process that we had in the past, you have a third element, which is technology, which to a certain extent has been available in the past, but I think in the past it was much more expensive maybe, and uh, maybe it was more limited. So let me give you an example. If you talk about maybe five, five to 10 years ago, right? You know, technologies available for procurement was much more limited, maybe, you know, uh, mo mostly focused on how you, you, you source, right? How you interact with your, with your suppliers, where this has evolved, you know, significantly uh, based on, you know, the, the, the cloud technologies and based on that now we know what to, how to use data to, uh, to improve our, our procurement function. And I have a number of examples on how technology has changed, you know, from being a, a sourcing tool to now being able to collaborate not only with your suppliers, but also with any suppliers, you know, worldwide in any languages, in any currency, right? Mm -hmm, That's a mm -hmm. huge advantage. And how, how you create a full end-to-end -end digital experience where, where you, you, know, you, you choose your suppliers worldwide, you onboard in them, you qualify them, right? You make sure there's no risks. Everything is automatically, right? Then you run your RFP, you can run live auctions, right? You, you make them compete, you get the, you select, you award it, everything's digital, right? Then you move to a contract, just to describe the end-to-end -end process, right? You move to a contract with, with the, the, the supplier you award it. Uh, you make that contract, everything is digital, right? Even you can, you can have a, a, a database of contract that will apply to that case. You know, once you have contract uh, with, with, that, uh, with that supplier, then how the, the, the procurement, you know, the, the, the procurement uh, to pay process will, will come in play, right? How your users in your company are, are, are using those contracts in the best way and then the, the end of the process have you you know, match the POs and the invoice automatically and, and make the payment right there's companies that can do that you know automatically to a 90% extent right and, and last but not least is the experience of the users not and not only the procurement user but as important any employees in the company for example they can buy you know their, their the, the, the products and services that they need for their work through our through 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 tools, right? Uh, through uh, through a UI that is, is friendly and through a, an experience that looks like buying in Amazon, but within the policies of the of the company, right? So I, I see I see the, the the impact. Just to conclude, the impact uh, that technology had has bring into into the uh, the, the procurement process and the, how we can make. Uh, our companies more efficient, uh, a, a dramatic change. And, and the fact that we have data, right, to, you know, some, some when I, I meet with CPOs, they say like, look, I, I would like to have a full visibility of my spend. What is that we are spending on? Yeah, visibility is very important, right? Uh, uh, which, in which category is spending more or less, you know, by country, you know, uh, by, by, uh, by supplier. I want to evaluate my suppliers and, uh, you know, everything, you know, uh, it's online and, and you have one visibility of the truth, of the truth, uh, you know, uh, whether globally or, or locally or regionally at, at any, any, any point. Right? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so I think this is a very important point. So what you just outlined, if I if I summarize the different categories, so one one point is that you said is data and visibility, which which now technology because of big data and uh, technology can can uh, make data much more visible and faster, is definitely one key aspect why um, this also is now becoming in the procurement or spent uh, departments of of companies. Um, uh, quite a different um, aspect. Then you said the collaboration on on how um, and process automation on 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 how this whole topic can be uh, integrated into the business. I think years ago it was more a static um, a procurement function. You get an or you get a request from a department. You need to buy a, a, a new chair or something, and it has been executed today. You can run an auction. You can automate things, and you can uh, have more. Um, uh, process automation in this whole so the end-to-end integration into the company I think is also what you just said a very different uh, um, uh, benefit or it, it, it is a benefit today that wasn't there uh, years ago um, and the whole usage of cloud technology where you can connect the in-house function with an external vendor you said this um, uh, visibility to my my suppliers on how they can how they perform um, so I think one of these what I'm learning here in this podcast is that uh, procurement now is becoming more a kind of a business and and the sh- chief procurement of officer can can look to his own department more like an end-to-end business rather than just a function of executing and procurement request Yes, yeah, I think this, this uh, to your point, I think this, this also, as I said, there's several uh, uh, ways to look into it. You know, what, what, you know, there's the saving piece, right, that procurement used to, used to, uh, to be the, the, the leader on that, right? And uh, there's the efficiencies uh, and the way, as you said, we collaborate with other departments. And also I, 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 um, an issue that sometimes gets overlooked, which is the experience of the employees executing and buying things for their, their work, right? If you're a marketing department and you need something quick and you need to do this campaign and buy these services, you want it quick. You want it now. You want it the way you want. You want the supplier, you know, that exactly. your, your preferred supplier. It's not, in that case, in many cases, it's not about about necessarily the cheaper price, but also the, 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 the user, the experience, the department experience. And we know many cases where, you know, uh, uh, the, the marketing department just want to set up a separate procurement area because just they are not satisfied with the service of procurement. So that's the procurement department will provide. So that's another area where we can see technology coming in. But let me go back to one one simple story that will, I, I think, show a little bit better what, what I'm trying to convey. Is, you know, if you think about as consumer, right, we, we love to talk about, you know, as consumer, the experience has changed dramatically in the last five to 10 years, right? You think about the, the obvious, uh, you know, ways that if you, you want to buy something, now everything is online. You will you go to Amazon or others, right? Compare prices, look into different options, et cetera, et cetera. And that's for an individual minor, you know, purchase you, you want to do, right? But put this into companies, right? When, you know, I met many times companies are driving, you know, hundreds of billions of, 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 of spend, you know, every year, right? And and you 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 can you, you get to to, to uh, you know statements like you know we are using spreadsheets to track our spends yeah and task approvals are manual 
or, or a CPO telling me, global companies telling me, you know, I have no idea where half of my spend is going. We just, we just set up, uh, you know, we, we just look into the spend last year and let's say like, okay, this year is the black box, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, or we, we, we are not sure what the others in the industry are paying for this. So for example, we can now do benchmarking of pricing to know, you know, what's the, what's, what's the, what's the, uh, the, the market is paying, my industry is paying for this or for that. Uh, and, uh, you know, another big issue I've seen, you know, in the past, uh, from, from big companies is, you know, my suppliers are complaining that they don't know when, when they are getting paid, right. Or, you know, or sometimes it's even worse. It's, it's the supplier of the supplier, you know, think about some, you know, government entities that has the responsibility of feeding the ecosystem by paying on time and that ecosystem will feed their suppliers, right. The supplier of the supplier and, and the VC of when I'm getting paid, you know, did I really, when I deliver the, the service, you know, get a notification as a supplier from the buyer, right? And then is the, is the service or, product or goods I deliver, are they, uh, are they okay? Are they approved? Will I get a notification? And then, you know, I sent, uh, I received my PO, I sent my invoice, when I'm going to get paid. That visibility multiplied for thousands of suppliers and then the supplier of the supplier Understanding, getting what, understanding what I'm getting paid or has my ser services or products been accepted by the buyer. This is all efficiency, savings, and will drive growth. It will drive growth for, for, for your supplier, for the supplier community, which is important, right? And, and will drive growth for, for your own company, right? And your own, your own industry. Yeah, and it is, it is not just the, the aspect of buying something cheaper, as, as you said, um, because if you have a time-critical project or, or you have um, you have customers who, who want to get a product on a, on a specific day on, a, on there is a lot of penalties behind if you miss it then it might be also even important to understand if there are other suppliers available can deliver the same product the same quality but maybe they have a better delivery um, um, uh, um, response or can do this faster uh, so even we see this in, in, in our world of software projects Sometimes you need hardware uh, to start a project and in many cases the hardware is delayed so you always want to have yesterday so you can now use uh, platforms and whether you go to Amazon or to an SAP platform you see the ratings of, of, of a supplier or of a vendor um, and you get much more visibility. So for me the key thing is also not just how you can buy, how you can re reduce the price and you have the automation but also to have a direct impact on your end customers on your products uh, and services that you sell to your to your um, to your customers so it's becoming quite quite critical so i think this is now quite clear on why this whole topic of procurement and um, and uh, spend management is becoming important now let me go to the second layer which is um, why this is relevant for saudi And Saudi Arabia has put out a very ambitious plan, the Vision 2030, and uh, the um, the Crown Prince and 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 his team are working uh, extremely hard to to really um, uh, transform the country. And we can see this every day here in Riyadh and in other cities. Um, how can this whole topic of procurement help Saudi uh, in their ambitious plans to um, to accelerate and to achieve what they what they have in mind? What What do you think? Do you have some customers or some some um, examples um, that you can bring up? Yes, you know, in fact, you know, the the, the Middle East and, and in fact, in, in particular Saudi, uh, um, you know, the the amount of you know of 
interest and, and, and uh, in, in the digital transformation of their procurement area is, is, is huge, right? I mean, we can name many of the customers we have in Saudi, but well, uh, for sure Aram, Aramco is, is the biggest one. And, and I think uh, what the value is bringing is, I, I think, to, to Saudi, but you can say to Saudi, but, but also to other countries that are willing to, to claim their place in the world as the countries that are the new the countries that want to you know t- take the lead worldwide in terms of you know we, now we are the leading in technology and you can see it all in the Middle East right the investment in digital transformation and and claim this place you know in the in the in the world uh, you know that is very important right I mean many many countries I think that don't have uh, many countries that don't have a, a vision. And, uh, and doesn't execute because it's not only having a vision but also executing on that vision, right? I think Saudi is doing both things, and and you can see many countries in the world. I, I, as I, you know, in my region we have 75 countries, right? They don't understand how fundamental this change is, how important, how necessary it becomes for your companies in your countries to be competitive in the world, right? Yes. As, as uh, this you know book has uh, you know this uh, book for 10 years ago I said the world is flat. Now we all compete with everybody, right? And the world, right? So if, you know, and, uh, if, if Germany, you know, German companies, just to put an example, or US companies are, are buying all the technology in the world and, and, and automating their processes and are, you know, being more efficient. If you go into procurement, you can talk about supply chain, you can talk about other things, but going into procurement, right? If you think about it, if a company that plays in your, the same fields, let's say oil and gas or whatever, retail or whatever, right? That is much more efficient than you in terms of how they, they manage their spend, right? They will be a couple of points uh, of margin uh, better than, than your company that hasn't invested anything. That's in the first year. And then in the second year, it's going to be more and more and more, yeah. right? And, and they're savings millions and millions and millions, sometimes hundreds of millions. Uh, and uh, uh, and they, they, they are much more efficient. And guess what, you know, in five I wouldn't say, I will not talk, we'll talk in 10 years, right? But I will talk in, you know, maybe within five years, you realize that, you know, your company has lost uh, the leverage, has lost the, the, uh, the, uh, the efficiency, right? The, uh, uh, the margin game that it, w- it would expect, right? And it's a cycle, right? Then you're, you're not as efficient as your shareholders expect. Then they will invest somewhere, somewhere else. And it's a vicious cycle, right? Uh, so we want, want the opposite, right? We want this the the, uh, the cycle where 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 you are efficient and your stock growth and people invest in you, and that's uh, and you get better. It's not only about savings, right? You get better suppliers. You promote your suppliers. You have a strategic relationship with your suppliers. And one one last thing, uh, Andy, is you have to think about digital transformation uh, in spend management, right? As not only just I get a technology and now it looks, you know, I have, you know, a dashboard that looks good and I digitize my process. There's no more, you know, physical approval. Everything is signed digital. That's just one small piece, right, of the whole game. The game now is, you know, how with all this data that I have because I'm digitalized, I digitalize the process and the data, right? How I make, I use this data to make highly informed decisions and create more value, right? That data will give you real-time insights and help you complete the analysis, understand, you know, where is that I am gonna buy, I'm gonna buy the best that I want, best quality, is this the best I can, collaborate with your suppliers, right? 
you know, and this is not only for indirect pro procurement, but also for the supply chain, which is much, much more strategic for any company. For the supply chain as well, yeah. So if I if I take an example, uh, let's take Neom, this uh, big, uh, the biggest project uh, that the world has at the moment, right? And if you let's say you open up a, a hotel in, in Neom and you are the manager of the hotel and you need to make sure you attract the uh, the the tourists who ne who normally went maybe to Dubai or elsewhere around the world, so they may come once, but once they come, you you have to make sure they get the right experience they are they're not just getting it because you're lucky that you got the right type of uh, food or vegetables on this day in the right quality you need to make this repeatable and there are two things one is the supply chain that definitely is important but also um, which vendor is, um, is is supplying it and do you have the right vendor is the vendor reliable how fast do you see that something with this vendor is wrong so it's not just the the price again it is the um, making sure the new projects in this country, whether it's the biggest ones like Neon or smaller ones, that you are reliable from day one and also you, to provide the right experiences to your end customers. And I think here we, we, we definitely can see that procurement is, is and, and, and spend can play a very critical role now um, for the success uh, of, a, of, 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 of a project but also for the success of a country. And as you said at the beginning, um, what we see here in this country is not just the small companies, the retailers who are normally squeezed on margin that are trying to uh, uh, optimize procurement. We even see companies like Aramco. Uh, they are investing in modernizing their procurement platform. And these are the most profitable com company in the world today. So it is relevant for everybody. And it's relevant for the country overall to move fast and to spend money wisely and to uh, interlock the um, um, the vendors and, and the suppliers in the right way. And I think this is very exciting um, because technology now can help a country like, like Saudi who is ambitious, who want to move fast to do this not in 20 years, but maybe to do this in five years. And um, and it definitely has, has a big impact, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. To your point on Neon City, you know, it's, a, it's an impressive uh, 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 project from 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 a, even from a worldwide perspective, right? And you're right, right? The way that you provide services, right? Uh, 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 the demand you get, how you plan for that demand, how you're going to supply that demand, how you make sure you you are collaborating with suppliers within Saudi, but also outside that may have you know a, a different product or a better price or better quality or bring something new that hasn't been seen before. And, and that's all how we, you know, why, you know, technology and be, being, uh, being able to, uh, to use, uh, you know, a network uh, uh, online, uh, being used uh, digital tools to plan and forecast demand, uh, change the game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Um, um, Carlos, um, to my to let's go to the to the to the, to the third category um, um, towards closing this um, this podcast. And when we see that this new technology and functionality is available today, is there anything that you see on the horizon that will uh, that will bring this topic of procurement to the next level? Is it something that is hidden today that we maybe don't see, or that you see from from a development perspective? that companies like SAP are working on? Is there something that, that will bring this whole category to an even higher relevance in the next years? 
Yeah, I think, I think yes, this one that uh, to me, it's the most uh, relevant one. I think it's the business networks, right? I mean, this, this idea of having that, this idea that is a reality of having a marketplace, uh, you know, uh, where buyers and sellers transact online, like in, a, in an Amazon uh, uh, experience, but for companies, right? Mm-hmm. Allowing buyers and suppliers to collaborate with is will bring for the future will be, you know, negotiations, uh, your collective, you know, negotiations, bringing value to the ecosystems, partnership being done in that ecosystem, where there is, you know, uh, uh, technology partners bringing new technologies or your connectivity or, or functionality. Um, I think definitely the business networks are, 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 are the, f- the network business, uh, the network, the net, the net, the net, the network aspect on this. Yeah. Yes. A hyper-connected ecosystem, right. That enables, you know, business agility and, you know, uh, the capability and augment, right. The capability uh, for procurement to thrive uh, in the future economy. So this this can have another complete new aspect on this on this category because we have uh, if you if you look like countries like Germany they have a quite a big mid market segment where you have a very established mid market in the economy I think in Saudi it is not yet there and this is one of the aspects that the crown prince and the government wants to uh, stimulate uh, the the entrepreneurship and this type of marketplace idea would allow then also smaller companies or family business or students. Uh, to participate in regional, uh, if not even global markets. And um, definitely, so this is another aspect on how this can help the country. Uh, Excellent. So in summing this up, um, um, we can say that this whole topic of procurement and and spend management um, is extremely relevant today for any type of business, whether you are big or small. It has a massive impact and can have a massive impact for the whole modernization of the uh, um, of the country Saudi Arabia and the Middle East um, and last but not least um, is there anything that you can recommend the audience here in terms of books um, or anything online uh, if somebody wants to follow you or anything on social media that you think is worthwhile to mention yes absolutely yeah this one book that uh, I, I, I really really like and it it, uh, it marked somehow my, my life and I, the, the name of the book is is, uh, is David and Goliath uh, by Malcolm uh, Gladwell. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the reason I like this book, I, I think it, it could be applied by, by, you know, individuals, companies or countries, right? And, and it's this idea that, you know, this idea that uh, what happened when, when you have everything, right? And... Uh, and you don't take advantage of what you have, right? I said you, you were born in a, in a rich family or a rich country that has resources and, and, uh, and then, you know, you just get uh, complacent and, and just uh, don't, don't move the ball forward. Life is easy. Everything is, uh, has been, uh, you know, easily achieved, right? And, yes. And, uh, and this is the, the David and Goliath analogy, right? It's the, the opposite is, you know, the book tells the stories of, of people that with huge, you know, uh, uh, difficulties in life, you know, whether they were coming from poor countries or poor families or, or has uh, that, that, uh, uh, very uh, complicated uh, uh, illness, right? That becomes leaders in, in whether in law or, or technology or, or whatever field by, you know, by, uh, uh, you know, uh, I think by understanding that you need to, uh, you know, you need to work hard and earn what, what, uh, what, what uh, you, your place in life. And I think this applies not only for individuals, but as I said, for, for countries as well. It's like, okay, you know, whatever country you are, right, it's, uh, 
it's you know having the vision executing on that vision and, and being trying to be the best right not getting complacent and and, and whether sometimes you know you can see that you know smaller countries that right, can get ahead much ahead of countries that has all the resources in the world and maybe big or big populations right and why is that right and i see this book uh leaves many lessons for for individuals and, and also for companies and countries on so, you know you have to keep uh, it's a competitive world and you have to you keep yes keep at your best yeah the world is becoming more competitive definitely yes and, and technology is, is, is driving this okay Excellent, uh, Carlos. Um, I think we, uh, we we covered this topic quite well. If somebody wants to follow you personally, are you um, active on, on uh, social media? Yes, my favorite channel is LinkedIn. So you, you please feel free to connect um, on my LinkedIn, LinkedIn account. And again, Carlos Mercuriali is my last name. Um, and it would be a pleasure to connect with you and, and uh, yeah, yeah, learn from each other. Excellent, Carlos. Thank you. Thank you so much for your, for your time. Uh, we are at the end of the year, so everybody is quite busy. Appreciate uh, your time and insights and uh, looking forward to see you soon in the country again. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Andy. My pleasure. Bye.